Hi, I'm Sarah from Interfilm, and in this podcast we hear from British actress Hayley Atwell, who has starred in British films such as Testament of Youth and Cinderella. She is internationally known for playing the feisty character of Agent Peggy Carter in several of the recent Marvel superhero movies, including Ant-Man and Captain America. Here she describes how she started out as an actor, how her first film set really surprised her, and what it was like to train for the role of Agent Carter and do her own stunts. She talks passionately about the dedication required to work in the film industry and how she created the opportunity for the character of Agent Carter to have her own spin-off TV series. You'll also hear a clip from Captain America the First Avenger, where Haley, in the role of Agent Carter, discusses the disappearance of Captain America with Colonel Chester Phillips, played by Tommy Lee Jones. We think this is an inspiring podcast for anyone interested in working as an actor in film and is a fan of Haley's work. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really nice to be here. Thanks all for coming. Um, I went to a, my local state school um, in Labrick Grove, West London. I, uh, I really, I always loved film and theatre and stories, but I didn't know anyone in the business and I didn't know if I had any talent and I was very shy. Um, so I did a bit of drama at school, but it wasn't really until a bit later on that I thought this could actually be a career. You know, when you're at a certain age, everyone either wants to be a rock star or just famous. And I always wanted to be really good at telling stories. And I would watch films, and not only would I enjoy watching how entertaining they are, I'd go, how did they do that? And how did they get there? So I started to study what other actors who I admired at what their journey was and how they got to where they where they were and, and what skills that were needed. And then, so after my A-levels, I did GCSE drama and A-level theatre studies. I took time off and I worked in a casting director's office. And a casting director is someone who looks at the names of all the working and available actors that are around for a particular part and brings them in to audition them to see if they can get the part in the film. And then I decided that I want to go to drama school and train in theatre. So I went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and I studied Shakespeare and I loved it. So I decided to do my degree and I did a degree in acting at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. And then I began my career. Uh, the first film was directed by Woody Allen um, and that was 11 years ago. And I was eight months out of drama school. So I was terrified. I was like a, a rabbit caught in headlights. I didn't know what anything was. And I went onto the film set going, why are there loads of people here and why are they not doing anything? Because that's what a film set feels like. You walk on and there's just a lot of people standing around. And then you realize, oh, everyone is waiting for that person over there to fix a light stand to light the scene. And oh, now we're waiting for someone to be mic'd. And you, lots of people are working in lots of different departments and you have an assistant director who, who keeps the energy going, going, right, we've got to, you know, we've, we have not much time to shoot this. We need to place the camera here. We need to make a decision on what location we're going to go into. We've got to see how much time we have to rehearse the scene. So it's a, it's, it's a lot of people doing lots of different things and all having to work together. It's very much about teamwork. So it was, it was really nerve-wracking. There's lots of kind of cameras in your face. Um, and then you have to say your line and make it sound natural. And it's terrifying because everyone's focused on you. And you have to make it look like it's coming from your mind spontaneously, that it's just something you would say naturally. And you've got to remember the line and who you're saying it to and why you're saying it. And it was, it was really scary, but I loved it. And uh, I couldn't wait to do more. 
Senator Brandt, I regret to report that Captain Stephen G. Rogers went missing behind enemy lines on the 3rd. Aerial reconnaissance has proven unfruitful. As a result, I must declare Captain Rogers killed in action, period. The last surveillance flight is back. No sign of activity. Go get a cup of coffee, Corporal. Yes, sir. You can't touch Stark. He's rich. And he's the Army's number one weapons contractor. You are neither one. With respect, sir, I don't regret my actions. And I don't think Captain Rogers did either. What makes you think I give a damn about your opinions? I took a chance with you, Agent Carter, and now America's golden boy and a lot of other good men are dead because you had a crush. It wasn't that. I had faith. Well, I hope that's a big comfort to you when they shut this division down. For Captain America, I was training three and a half months before I shot. So I was training at the gym with a trainer, with James Bond's trainer, every day uh, for two hours. And the first day of my training, I turned green and threw up. <laughs> it was just too much. There was, I think the hardest thing was having to jump onto the roof of a moving car. Um, it, it kind of drives past and I jump onto it and I have to jump and kind of hold myself onto it by the, kind of the sides of the car like that as it's still moving. And then I have to kind of, Jarvis is driving the car and he, he just hears this thump and I look over the, wind, the windscreen and I kind of from upside down and I'm kind of waving it and he's, he's, he's driving like that. And then I have to get into the side, the passenger side window of the car as it's still driving and then sit down and then pretend like everything's completely normal. Um, and that, that, was quite, that was quite difficult, but you have a lot of safety people around you telling you how to do this. There are crash mats. Um, the car is going a lot slower than it looks like on television. Um, I have padding on my knees and my elbows. Um, and I'm watching the stunt double do it before me so that I just have to copy her exactly move by move. And when you're doing a fight sequence, you have a stunt coordinator who tells you everything that you're expected to do, but also shows you. So, um, but I had like scrapes and bruises and cuts. And as I said, I went green and threw up on my first training session. Um, so, and my muscles were constantly sore, but it's, it's also really exciting. So um, it's, it's worth it. It's not a nine to five job where you go into the office and you leave at 6 p.m. or you go, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave early now and I'm you know, gonna go and have dinner with the family. With Agent Carter, I was up at 4.30, 4 5 o'clock every morning. And then I wasn't home until seven, sometimes later. Sometimes we'd go, we'd go over. Sometimes we work on weekends. So it becomes your whole life for that time. It's, it's, uh, you have to really want it and you have to really love what you do because you sacrifice a lot of personal time for it. It's a really good question because it's, it's really important, I think, for, for women to know that they are capable of anything as much as, as much as guys are. And sometimes you feel, as a woman, there's just the certain roles that you're meant to play and that you're not really allowed to explore other more interesting characters that the guys get to experience. Um, and I, I, when I was growing up, I didn't feel... I felt quite genderless. I never thought that because I was a woman it would stop me from doing anything I wanted to do in life. And I had a family that were very supportive of that. Um, and I felt equal towards my, my male friends. Um, with, with Captain America, though, I just, go, I just went in for the audition. You, you turn up to these auditions not knowing if you're going to get it, and you just do the best you can. And I did an initial audition. And then about a week or two later, they asked me to come in for a full day. And they gave me eight pages of dialogue to learn, 
two fight sequences. They also asked me if I could load and unload guns. They taught me how to do it, then I had to learn really quickly and then do it on camera to show that I was a quick learner. And uh, then I was put into full hair and makeup and in full team of people were filming me as I was doing the scenes. And it was, it's really, really nerve wracking. Um, and that's why kind of the, the formal training of drama school comes in because it teaches you skill sets so that your nerves don't get the better of you in those kind of situations. And I, I amazingly got the job. You know, you, the thing with, with um, acting is that you, you want to work. You want to be able to make a living from doing something that you love. And a lot of the time you're facing rejection. And especially as a woman, it can be down to just how you look or you don't have the right hair color or you, you know, they, they want you to look like a model as well as an actor, which is so ludicrous. And um, I, I kind of went into to Captain America thinking, well, this is just another audition. I'll do the best that I can. And then you get the job and you think this is an amazing opportunity. And then Peggy Carter was on the, on the script. She just seemed to be like, you know, the girl that is into the Captain America. And I felt that the qualities that the producers saw in me was that I was naturally very strong and I could naturally kind of hold my own around Captain America, that I felt that I was an equal to him, that in many ways Peggy Carter is a lot smarter than him and is um, mentally and emotionally a lot stronger than he is. And they felt that that made her much more interesting character. And as a result, by the end of the movie, the producers said to me, we like her so much and what you've done with her, would you be willing to do a TV series just solely based on, on Peggy Carter? And that was because I brought, so brought more than that was just required of me on the page. And that was because I love playing strong women and showing other women that we are capable of a lot more than just sitting there looking pretty and being submissive and, and passive so in, and, and letting all the guys do all the, have all the fun, which, which made me feel really jealous when I was a kid. I wanted to get up there and have as much fun as them. So I think it is, it is great that we have characters like this and that women are pushing forward to make sure that their voices are heard, that they are um, inspired to, to achieve what they want to in life, whatever it is, whether it's to be um, in, in any element of the film industry, a director or a writer or a camera operator, or if it's to work as a chef or if it's to work as a teacher, anything that they want to do, they feel that they have the means and the skills and the confidence to be able to do it.